Hey. hey! Welcome to Cheaper Than Therapy with Christian. And Brie! Where we just research random topics and discuss them with our opinions. Whether you choose to agree with them or not. Just be nice about it, please. Yeah, and don't be a dick. Or don't, because I would like to... I would like to get, I would like to get into a fight today. I want some Twitter beef. Let's go. <laughs> I, I want, I want my life fight. to be interesting, honestly. No, honestly, I've been in such like a, a fighty mood because I'm so drained. Yeah, I feel like I'm at the point where it's like I'm I've been beat down so far, like I have nothing else to do but fight back at this point. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Um had a friend over earlier. Her name is Nurse Julie. She was great. <laughs> Nurse Julie. She gave me my meds and then promptly left. It was a very that's nice business interaction between the two of us. I like that for you. I think that's a good way to spend your Friday. Yeah, it was a great way. I skipped my classes this morning. I'm so jealous. I mean, I literally just have work, so. But I get to leave early. Shout out I to mean, my boss. Hell love you. yeah. Love you, girly. Love you. I wasn't. I was kind of planning on skipping anyways, but I still woke up early enough to go to class. I looked at my phone and was like, no. Nah. Yeah, not today. I have yet to skip my classes. I think because I don't start till eleven. Like I don't have the excuse of like, oh, I slept in through that because I'm up at six thirty every morning. The <laughs> yeah. sun comes up and I'm like, <gasps> our bio clocks nice. are real tight. Hmm? Our bio clocks are real tight. Yeah, I feel like we manifested that for ourselves this summer. I've always had a good bio clock. Oh, I have not. Mine oh. is. I feel like quarantine, like peak quarantine. I was like up till four, sleeping till two in the afternoon. But mm-hmm. I feel like getting back into reality forced me to get back into a good schedule so. yeah that's fair i can't complain um there wasn't really any like news stuff that really happened the only thing i saw week. was the action plan by biden for covid pretty much saying companies have to mandate a vaccine or negative covid tests and honestly, i didn't even see that it's on the point. instagram story if you saw it cool i mean i feel like anything covid related at this point we're kind of desensitized to it so yeah. I thought there's really nothing. Sorry to, about the chewing in the background. The pod dog is with us. He's yes. a pod dog. Coco's with us. I love that. The That's pod a dog. Cute idea. Yeah, I know. It's really cute. That's cute. So if you hear any like fighting noises or chewing noises, it's him and his his dog roommate diesel so love that for them yeah i will say i saw something about half an hour before you got here because we're filming in my space today so we don't have a creepy (laughs) chair today no we just have good vibes and a really loud fan so also sorry about that tons of squishmallows but anyways i saw that amazon is making a new way of delivering your packages and it's called amazon key have you heard of it i have not so basically it just gives um the delivery person Mm. the ability to put the package in your garage i don't know how i feel about that i don't like it i mean i don't have a garage for them to put it in so it's not gonna phase me but yeah well like at the moment like i have a garage at home i would never the only thing i thought was cool was the the thing that the coolest thing that amazon did was that the drone thing that they did i thought that was pretty cool i still hated that i still think it's cool would i want to experience that probably not but i do think it's kind of neat i just it makes me very uncomfortable to think about the fact that like me personally i've never really locked my garage door because the garage is normally like closed so you don't have to worry about it right so like what if there's just a little bad apple of those delivery people yeah but the employees sorry i don't trust anyone other than myself yeah myself and my family like i don't want to give you access to my garage because that's just scary i don't want that yeah no it gave me bad vibes i watched a commercial for it on hulu 
not a fan. It, I just feel like they're breaking away every possible bit of safety that we have. B- Big Daddy Bezos. Yes, completely off topic. This candle smells amazing. I got I, it at Five Below. I will be going to Five Below tonight. I love Five Below so much. Shout out to Five Below, honestly. Shout out to Five. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout, out. shout out to Five Below. <laughs> shout out to Five Below, man. They're really just they never had something that's not a banger like yeah it may break in five minutes but it's right. still I mean, bangs for those five minutes i got is still kicking pretty strong yeah and that thing was five dollars for uh, five below five below this is not sponsored by the way oh yeah not at all but um i love five below so I bad really <laughs> i heard so the first one and i was like this is a religious experience i feel like i feel like i just was a awakened yeah moment, I was like, <gasps> oh my god before i took oh, before i took my brother home from school one day i stopped at five below and was like get whatever you want bestie and so that was a mistake on my part How i really did you he didn't get that much because he has he's reasonable he had so much candy because we were there for like snacks because oh. i was like i'm not just gonna go through a drive-thru and have boring stuff right. i want to go like do something actually fun and interact with you right and it was fun he ended up getting bean boozled harry potter jelly beans oh yeah i remember telling you that yeah because yeah. he was obsessed with those and, and had never, never had actually them. tried yeah. them and then he tried one and hated it so that was the real world experience of my little brother it's like a traumatic experience that most kids have to experience in order to develop yeah well he was so obsessed with them and he had never had them before yeah. so i was like why don't we get you some and yeah. he was so excited i think i've always it. lucked out with those i've never gotten the really nasty flavors but mm-hmm. i definitely also do my best to avoid them because like i know i'm gonna gag if i get one so oh yeah I'm gagged. i <laughs> the roulette game that people were like it's oh, the two colors nope. you just we'll both take one i'm like absolutely not i don't trust bitches i'm like <laughs> how do i know that you actually picked the right one right. <laughs> LOL. Talking oh about traumatic goodness. experiences as children, let's talk about this this week's topic. What is our topic, Mr. Our Leader? T- yes, our topic this week is talking about get to kid burnout. So I feel like most of our audience probably already knows what this is. Um, it was, can you explain it for the class? Yes, I can. So the term itself was coined, quote unquote, online um, a couple of years ago. I was first made aware of it, like on TikTok, pretty recently. Like maybe not recently, but like, like I've heard the term before, but like I feel like no one ever spoke about it until TikTok kind of came around. So I feel like I started seeing like people talk about the traits of gifted care burnout and everything and all that jazz. But, well, I've um, been burnt out since like junior year of high school. Oh, and you, same. So, you seem like, like you've had some more life in you since then. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've like I burnt myself out. Probably like my sophomore year of high school. I remember I had like this big mental breakdown, and then I think junior year kind of was just like I got kind of like a new breath of life in me, and I've been going on that one breath. <laughs> so it's bound to happen taking again. You, it's taking bound you to happen for a ride. Again. But basically, we're gonna start with what is a gift to kid. Gift to kids are young students who are placed in the programs based on four big categories. These categories can consist of. Cognitive, creative, effective, and behavioral traits. And mm-hmm. so there's a website that had all this, and I just kind of went through and picked out the ones I feel like we would relate to the most. So for cognitive traits, I feel like it says voracious and early reader. I don't know about you, but I started reading at a very young age. I remember sitting on the little couch that my mom and I had, and mm-hmm. we would just go word for word reading it. And she'd be like, what is this? What mm-hmm. is this? And I was always eager to learn. I was always, like, super, like, excited to. Yeah. I was reading those, like, fairy books. And I was also reading like Polly Pocket books. Were those a thing? I feel like they had to be the Polly Pocket I books. I never read them. Because I was obsessed with Polly Pocket and like all the like girly things. Were you one of those kids that like chewed on the Polly Pocket pieces? Oh, absolutely. You've seen me with my little like rubber straws. I have these like flimsy rubber straws oh, and I'll yeah. just sit there and chew on them obnoxiously. Until they're like disintegrating? No, because they're rubber. Oh. 
well. There. They've never done me dirty. <laughs> oh my god, they're my favorite shots. But yeah, I was uh, really reading when I was younger, and I was had these like I Spy books that I also loved. Oh too. my god, I Spy books. Let's talk about that for a second <sighs> because I Spy books were so they captivated me as a kid. Like I was like, Ugh, yeah, I'd play them with my grandparents. I would I play them it. for hours. I would literally, I would just sit in my room and look at them. Like, oh um, hell yeah. Another other traits of cognitive traits are intellectual curiosity. I feel like we've touched on that. I think the excitement to like learn is pretty common in gifted kids. I remember like learning as a kid and be like, oh, this is fun. I want to go more, go more, go mm-hmm. more, go more. And then power of self-criticism. I feel like gifted kids are pretty good at criticizing themselves. I feel like because we're constantly criticized because we're put under a magnifying glass at a very young age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, If there's one thing that I can do well, it's criticize myself. So I I don't think we need to expand on that quite yet. I don't want to. Not that early in these episodes. (laughs) (laughs) And then independence work and study, that's another trait. I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm very independent when it comes to doing stuff. Yeah. I remember like in high school, in my statistics class my senior year, we were given the choice to like work in a group on a project and work by myself. And like there was like one other girl that was like not in a group. And I looked at her and I was like, I'm working alone. <laughs> I do not want to work with her. I, was like, I just know that I will end up doing all the work anyways. Yeah, I prefer working alone for the most part, just because I don't have to like rely on other people. Yeah. Also, I have control issues. Mm-hmm. We know. We yeah, know. We, we've been new. We've been new. We'll get to it at we'll some point to today, it, yeah. probably. Probably. So then there's creative, and this one, there wasn't a whole lot, but aesthetic and moral commitment to self-selected work. I feel like you, know, like you pick something that you're interested in, you know, you go all in on it. What are we doing right the hell now? Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, then there's effective, um, this one is, this one kind of calls us out. High expectations of self and others often leading to feelings of frustration. Oh my god, I, ew. Uh, I feel like getting... I don't like you reading my personality <laughs> traits out to me. <laughs> I mean, is it wrong? No. Absolutely not. A part of ADHD is like rejection sensitivity disorder, mm-hmm. and I have that so badly. Yeah. It's debilitating. Yeah. Tightened self-awareness accompanied by feelings of being different. That, I feel like I've felt like that as a kid. I remember having a conversation. This is like one of like my core memories. I feel like Ooh. my mom and I were walking one time, and... I was like talking to her, I was like, I feel different than all the other kids at school. And she's like, <laughs> I mean, you're not meant to stand, like, blend in. You're meant to stand out. And, like, I think that was, like, my queer awakening. And, like, I have a question written down here that's literally, like, is there is there something to be said about the correlation between queer kids and gifted kids? Because Spoiler! I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, is there a correlation between that? Because... I mean, maybe. I mean, it just be, might be the pressure to be so societally different. Probably. That queer kids get put on, especially, like the kind of queer that like both of us are. There's definitely subsections of queer identities because it's literally an umbrella term. Going off of that, then just the need for emotional support. Did you get a lot of that as a kid? <laughs> How close can I get to the microphone before I just start whispering, no. <laughs> Good question. No. <laughs> Anyways, and then last but not least, behavioral. This one, again, insatiable curiosity. I always got in trouble because I was always like sneaking around the house for doing things and like not like doing bad things, but always just like getting into things that I shouldn't have been getting into. Like, like going for a little midnight snack. Going and for like caught. a midnight snack or like sneaking around the washing machine or something because I was curious about it. Like, <laughs> not saying that I ever did that, but that's probably something I probably would have ended up doing. I'm just interested in ha- learning how to do my laundry 
No, you can't go do that. That's so bad. My, that, I don't know if I ever told you. My parents literally started like forcing me to do my laundry like when I was like seven years old. They're like, we're done doing your laundry. I was like, I'm <laughs> seven years old. Like my aunt would come to like take care of us. My parents would like go on trips and stuff. And she'd be mm-hmm. like, can we do your laundry? And I was like, yes, <laughs> <You're> like, please. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't start doing my laundry until I was like 13. But it correlated with a lot of other things in my life. So. Well, I think well like, it was earlier. I think that. my mom like stopped folding my laundry when I was seven, and then eventually she just got to the point she's like, "All right, you're doing your laundry." Like around like thirteen, I feel like is when she was like, "All right, you gotta do it yourself. I can't keep doing it." Yet. Okay, like, yeah. Because okay. the same thing happened with me. Like I'd fold my own things, but I wouldn't like put them in. I, it's still my least favorite part of doing laundry. I just folding. It. Yeah, it's, I like folding. Uh uh-uh. uh, I just. It, I have no problem starting laundry, and maybe this is just me being an Aries, but like starting a project and then never finishing it because I will leave my laundry in the washer and dryer for days if I'm not careful. Bestie, look at moldy. Yeah, I know. Ew. Usually just in the dryer. I'm better about putting them into the dryer, but then Good. once they're in there, I'm like, I'm you're good. like, well, they're done. They're done. And usually I'll like go in there, I'll be like, right, what do I want to wear today? <laughs> go into <laughs> the dryer, like the closing it again. Oh my god, I do that sometimes if I'm like in a really bad mental state, but I really like organizing things, so I like doing my I do like organizing it. things, but I don't like doing laundry for some reason. Like, because you've been doing it for so long? Probably, question mark? Yeah. Probably. And then the last things with behavioral traits is high levels of frustration, again, often met with struggling to meet standards of performance. Mm. And then mm. intense focus on activities. I feel like, I feel like if anyone listening to this doesn't agree tell me why because i just want to know i want to know what kind of gifted kid you were well maybe they weren't a gifted kid and that's also okay yeah not everybody was gifted i'm not like gatekeeping gifted kindness but like (laughs) gatekeep girl boss gaslight oh my god that was all wrong Uh, yeah anyways gaslight gatekeep girl boss and get it right next time (laughs) so sorry (laughs) moving on from that so we now know what a gifted kid is so now, what is a burnt-out gifted kid? And Me. I feel, yeah, <laughs> definition, Brie is next to the definition, just a picture of Brie. Yeah, I'm literally, like, today is so rough for me, I'm so tired. I feel that. And I'm just, Christian's reading off of his computer, and I'm just sitting here, like, partially absorbing what he's saying. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. But, I get it, I get it, I get it, but I'm like, I can't listen. It's fine. So a burnt out gift to kid, I feel like, comes from a lot of different things. It comes from tons of pressure, I feel like, placed on children at a very young age, both by parents, by counselors, by teachers. Um, and I feel like it gets even worse once you get into high school, which I feel like is when a lot of these kids start to feel the level of burnout that they experience. Because um, it comes from, like, dual enrollment, AP classes, trying to, like, be the best person they can for college. I said that with air quotes because <laughs> sometimes it's not the best person, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't want to see that you're overwhelming yourself. Um, but like when these become too hard or like these activities that kids are placed into get too difficult and like most kids believe that like they are naturally gifted when it comes to school so they never have to like study or anything Mm -hmm. so they immediately think okay because I can't get this naturally I just suck and I can't keep doing this and they just lose motivation because they can't keep up with the work anymore yeah Yeah. exactly I was actually talking to my psychiatrist about that because I started a new medication in the last couple months and she was like, well, I'm really glad it's helping you with your studies. Um, and I'm pretty sure that you've been able to, like, be fine before this since I'm a junior in college now, almost done with everything. Mm-hmm. She was like, you've just been, like, good at school and now you're tired of it. And so it's harder for your brain to keep doing it. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you're tired. You're literally I'm just tired, tired of doing it. I'm tired. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's too damn bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But going back to that pressure, like 
I was reading this article about everything, and it said that if only your like your AP teachers, like your like dual moment like professors, whatever, were the ones pushing you, but not all of your teachers pushing you, like in high school or whatever, you probably wouldn't have felt the burnout as much. Because I feel like the expectations for all of your classes, I think like if you were in place in an AP class or something, and then we're taking like another just like regular level course, I feel like the teachers that knew you were in AP classes like held you to a higher standard than they did the other students. And it's like, why would you do that? Like, this is not the kind of class that you need to do that in. It's Everyone here is kind of like on the same playing field, you know? I don't know if they do it with specifically AP students as compared to people who haven't taken AP courses, but I feel like the pressure on schooling is just so high lately. Yeah. Especially now because it's all, like, everything in a capitalist society is fueled by your ability to get a degree and then move on to the workforce and then in a traditional, right, quote-unquote, career. Right, and then just work until you die. And then guess what? Yeah. You're replaced by someone else who did the exact same thing. Yeah, and it's now seeing the fact that, like, hey, kids can't do that. Right. And we already know that not everybody's meant for college, but the only goal of school anymore especially high school and middle school is just to get you to college not for you to learn things right so the only pressure that you have like in school is to do well on your tests not to actually learn the information right and then ultimately just get to college and guess what pay lots of money to go to college to cheat on your tests to cheat on your tests and guess what you're still just throwing away thousands of dollars to go to school which is a scam and waste and college is nothing but corrupt and so this constant stress from classes paired with associating your academic success to your like own personal wealth burnout is like even more intense when you do that do you get what i'm trying to say there like mm -hmm. you know i feel like a lot of kids if you're not feeling successful then you're not feeling like you're a worthy person right yeah, yeah. exactly that um yep, so, i get that <laughs> yeah i feel i feel like a lot of gifted kids probably felt that i feel like i mean i hate to say like I hate that I'm talking about like gifted kids and not referencing other people because I feel like other people probably feel these same effects, but it's just, I feel like it is more known or like common, I guess. Yeah, I'll but, get into my personal experience because I wasn't technically a gifted kid. Technically, I wasn't either. Yeah. But I was still like friends with a lot of gifted kids and everything, and like we all kind of feel the, felt the same things. Yeah. So. Well, I'll talk about my personal experience later, but you just yeah. keep going. Um, so these effects of burnout um, really are terrible for these kids. Um, they are unable to develop necessary skills to succeed in school, again, such as, like, studying. I never studied in high school, ever. Oh, e never. Never. Like, I would, like, maybe open my notebook once and, like, read over everything once and be like, I would, like, go through it, like, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, go to the test and be like, I don't get it. No, yeah, if I could open up my, like, notebook and my notes and understand like a basic level of what I had written down previously, then I thought I was fine. But then you and then I no, I do fine on exams. Right. I mean, yeah, I get that. I, don't I know. did fine. I just hated studying because I couldn't focus if I wasn't in school because well, it was already I feel taking like they up never so much. Taught me how to do well like with studying because like with me like I remember like people like oh yeah you can motivate yourself with food and I'm like I just end up eating snacks like I just end up eating instead of and actually that never attention. worked for me. Right. It never like it was never a motivator because I was just like I would usually have like a bowl of snacks and be like I can just go ahead and eat it while I'm reading so like what's the matter? Yeah, I was I those things where it was like put a gummy bear at the end of every yeah, paragraph like, that you're supposed to read. I was like. Why would I do that? That's just, just stupid. Gummy bear and read it, Why know? would I take more time individually placing these gummy bears out on the page yeah, instead sure, of just it's reading pleasing, it? But it's a waste of is time. It, even though it's just gummy bears on paper. Yeah, it really is. Not aesthetically pleasing at all. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the students also tend to cram their schedules to feel worth and again set themselves up for college. Um, so this can range from a multitude of things. Um, I know a lot of kids in my school like 
overwhelms themselves with sports. I feel like there were so many kids that did like track, cross country, soccer, this, 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 this. Like they literally played like every sport. I'm like, God damn, do you not do anything else? Like, yeah. I'm good for them. Happy that they did it. I'm sure they had a good time, but I'm like, I was already so exhausted by the end of the school day. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. If um, people did multiple sports at my school, it was either like they did like a season sport and yeah. then when that season was over then they did a different one just to keep themselves active yeah but still i'm like how do you like do you, are you just not tired by the end of the season like you know i like, guess because it's just what they're used to because they've been probably. doing it since they were kids could not be me i did oh, absolutely. I, was, I was definitely not that jock in high school look at me do i look like <laughs> a jock do you sound like a jock <laughs> <laughs> then they also overlap themselves at clubs and jobs and more classes and such and that just tends to cram their schedules and then Again, because they aren't taught or they don't learn how to, like, basic, oh my god, learn how to use basic skills to, like, manage their time, then they just end up getting even more overwhelmed, leading to even more burnout. Yep. Um, so that's always fun. And then there's also inconsistent hobbies, and I feel like this one I relate to so hard. Because <laughs> I will, I, like, I have so many different interests and stuff, but it's like, I lose motivation to get like to keep up with them like i love music but like i can only do it for, like a short amount of time and it's like okay put that on like the back burner for a couple mm -hmm. months and then come back to it later and i don't know i just i've done that a lot in my yeah, life yeah i like i hyper fixate on my hobbies mm -hmm. so when i get into something i'll be really into it for like three days and then i'll just waste time and money doing something and then i'll just keep repeating that cycle because it's like instant gratification and then you lose interest. Right, exactly. And mm -hmm. it's like, so it's like once I'm bored with something, I move on to the next one, do that for like a week or two, and then I'm like, okay, mm next. Yup. Next. Yup. Um, and then, lovely to, to bring this up, issues with mental health. And um, look at us now. Look at us now. Um, pretty much just saying like, it's a road to anxiety, I feel like, or just really any other mental illness because the constant stress just overwhelms you. And if you are not learning basic skills to manage that stress, you're also not learning basic skills to handle yourself. Yeah, and then later in life, if you don't have all those pressures that you put on yourself as like a child, then you get concerned because as a child, when you're like forming your brain, you're used to being stressed out all the time, mm -hmm. but then you realize you don't have to be stressed constantly. And it really just causes you to feel like an imposter. It's yeah. imposter syndrome 101, That's bestie. pretty sus. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. You live here. I'll leave. <laughs> Where should I go? <laughs> <laughs> Jump out the window. Um, so we talked about burnout and the effects of it, blah, blah, blah. Um, now, how do you handle burnout? Because I feel like, I mean, I feel like this I'd is love just, to know how. I mean, I feel like this is kind of like common sense. I, you, I'm going to say these and you're probably be like, yeah, I still don't do any of that. But. Or I'll be like, I've tried it. Try again. <laughs> yeah, so the Let's first one. Just go through them one by one and I'll tell you if I've had any experience okay, cool, with cool. them. Turn to others, close friends, family, and then cut out negative people. Have you done that? I'm actively actually doing that. Yeah, I feel like and we both are. Because I talk to my family, my dad specifically, a lot. Yeah, I talk to I my talk mom to my a good amount. Like and then I feel like I have cut out negative people in my life. AKA my old roommate. Ooh, that's Drama. tea. That tea. I haven't really like cut out people, but I've definitely distanced myself from a lot of people that yeah. brought me negative Like if they had to reach out, I'd be like, oh my god, yeah, let's go get coffee. And it's like, we're never going to get coffee. You know, it's like one of those things. Yeah, or I'd just be like, mm, sorry, I'm really busy. Yeah. And I honestly yeah. just don't want to spend time with you. Right, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're both in the same boat with that. Number two is to re re rethink the way you work. Um, this is like just balancing yourself and like making friends at work and everything. Yeah, I feel like that's also just like settling into yourself too. Yeah, I mean, 
I know like whenever I like start a new job, I'm always terrified to like talk to people because I feel like I feel like I hate to say it, but I feel like when you go into a new job, there's like already a clique kind of established, and so it's like you're just oh, kind of, of like known as like the new guy or the new girl, new person, yeah. um, and it could be kind of like a little stressful to be like, let me make friends at work. But I feel like I kind of have a good established group of friends that I can like go hang out with. I don't hang out with them on a regular basis, but at least mm-hmm. at work, I have a good time with them. Oh so. my God. I love my coworkies. <sighs> so, yeah. Oh, they're the it's best. It's just so much fun. Like it's like, cause we all are like in this, we're all like the same boat, boat. <laughs> we're all in the same boat of like hating the customers and hating the job that we do. Mm-hmm. But like you have like that sense of like community around that. Yeah, you can complain freely about things and not feel shame about it. Because I feel like a lot of times when you complain about something, it's like, oh, don't be so negative. But then at work, everyone's complaining all yeah. the time. But then it's like you get out of it and you're like, it really wasn't that big of a deal to complain about that. But it's like in the moment, you're stressed. No, you're, I'm going to complain if I feel like it's a bad thing. It's awful. Yeah, I'm going to complain. If there's one thing that I'm going to do, it's complain. Right. I won't complain probably on the job, but I will, you know, you know, I do my work stories when I get off of work. Like, I'll complain on the job. The, I'll complain to like certain people. I won't complain to everyone because I don't know, like, especially because there's so many new people at my job. I'm True. like, I'm not going to complain to the new person and be like, because then that opens the door for them to complain. I'm like, girl, you've been here two weeks. <laughs> Gatekeeping complaining from I'm them. I'm sorry, but I have to. I have to. It's my job. <laughs> Number three of how to handle burnout, this is the last one, is just prioritize, you know, make time for the things you enjoy to allow yourself a break. Um, Me today. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it works, right? I mean, Yeah, I saw a tweet that was like, if you don't give yourself a day off, your brain will make you, and uh, yeah, yeah. it really does. I feel like I kind of like worked that into my schedule because I pretty much get Sundays to myself. Yeah, you have Sundays off. And then I only work half the day on Saturdays and Mondays, so it's like, and the rest of the day I can just like... And a big screw you do that. Well... You know, having class all day on Tuesdays and Thursdays is not fun, so... Having a job Saturday through Tuesday and class Monday through Friday isn't fun either. <laughs> you signed yourself up for that, so... Yeah, you, I did, you and I regret it, but I need money, so... So, to not be so on a depressive note about burnout, we compiled a list of characters. We really had to rack our brains for these. <laughs> we were struggling. We were like, who in the world can we like classify as a burnt out gifted kid because no one burns out in movies right that's the whole you never, thing you never see that but like we just kind of like racked our brains 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 and, <laughs> and we're like talking about like okay who can we talk about mm-hmm. so first off on the list is violet from the incredibles for sure i feel like Needs no explanation. No explanation. I feel like she just is dying. I mean, look at the way she acts in the movie. I feel like she, like, gets that breath of life that I talked about earlier that I got. Yeah. Um, She's not burnt out in the supering sense, but she kind of is. But I feel like, like, as a civilian, burnt out. Burnt out. Girl, can you blame her? Girl was going through it. Number two was Zach from Zach and Cody. I cannot speak on this because I did not watch that show growing up. And if you come at me for that, lovely listeners of Cheaper Than Therapy, I don't Good, because I love Zach and Cody. All right, well, you go ahead and go off. I just think that Cody is the perfect example of, like, the kid that was really smart, doesn't get burnt out, and then, like, continues on with his, like, career afterwards. I don't know. I forgot what Sweet Life on Deck was about. If I'm wrong, just ignore it. Um, But I feel like Zach was definitely, like, a smarter kid that just kind of, like, lost all energy to be smart. Yeah. So. I mean, again, I can't speak on that, so... Next was Doc Hudson from Cars. <laughs> Both of us being Cars enthusiasts. Oh, I love that movie. Not so physical bad. Cars, just the movie. Just, just the movie. Just the Disney movie. Just specifically I mean, the first and third. Literally, yeah. The second one, we don't have to talk about her. Nope. Um, but Doc Hudson, I mean, 
I feel like prime example of a burnt out kid. I mean, obviously he's like older in the movie, but like, you know, we're was, not kids, so right. But I mean, like he was like super, you know, uh, like pretty much at his prime, you know. And then like obviously, I mean, he, I don't know what happened. They never like explained. He like, crashed. I know he crashed. But, like he, they, we don't know like how he crashed. We don't know if someone like hit him or. They've showed a clip in the movie, you I, dumb whore. Okay, well. <laughs> So sorry. He crashed, and then he got like really fucked up and couldn't race anymore. And then and then everyone kind of like moved on from him. And I yeah, because like, the that's new what young kids. With get to kids because like I remember like when I was in high school, there was like a group of like get to kids that were older than me. And then by the time they graduated, there was like the next set of good get to kids that had already mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's kind of depressing to think about. That it's like my time here is so limited and my life is fleeting. Oh yeah. That just got so dark. I'm so sorry to go there. Um. I was listening to a podcast a couple days ago, and one of the hosts said that they like to get tattoos because it's a permanent decision on a fleeting person. And I was like, ooh. Oh, God damn it. That's too, love that's it. too much. Also, while you were talking, I drew bangs. Yes, <laughs> it's, a, it's bangs and a high pony Ari style on a brain. I need to see this. This will be the post that is going to get posted for the new episode. Yeah. It's bangs. right underneath my Pluto and Sagittarius yeah. and rising Libra chart. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Explanation. And then last but not least of characters is Elsa from Frozen. I mean, the bitch went into solitude because she was so done. She was so tired of like having to be under the pressure of ruling a nation. She said, I'll show myself out. Yeah. And she was also like shunned away by the people because she had powers. Yeah. Honestly. So Let It Go is a coming out song, just like you know. Is it? Yeah, think about it. Um Conceal Don't Feel. <laughs> the way you looked at me had like Karen energy. You were like, conceal, don't feel. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Just ruminate on that for a minute. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'll just speak to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> Who manages you? Where's your mother? <laughs> Karen, what's. Is that a conversation we want to get into? Not today. Okay. I don't have energy to deal with Karen's today. That's <sighs> for me tomorrow. But that's all the characters. And then last but not least, we just have some questions to ask. Um, I guess I'll ask them because you don't have them pulled up. Number one, um, were you placed in any kind of get to children's program? I feel like we already answered that. No. I wasn't placed in the programs, but I was in like the top reading groups when I was in elementary school. I was, and I also like as I got older, I feel like I just kind of got placed into the advanced placement courses because yeah, I, mean, I didn't get placed in them, but we were like allowed to decide if we wanted to take them, and I did. I, I was highly encouraged to do them. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going into freshman year, my mom was like, "I don't want you doing an AP class because you're already adjusting to be in high school," and I was like fair and then yeah i remember like my counselor was like why are you not taking an ap class your freshman year you're gonna get so far behind and i was like far behind I'm like, girl look at me i'm graduating a semester early in college yeah so leave me the hell so alone. far behind yeah. i didn't start um ap classes till sophomore year of high Same. school and the only one i took my sophomore year was ap world history yeah wop wop i took that one too i, I loved, loved it that class. it that was, class was so, so fun. fun i also had a really good teacher that year too so. i had a uh, baseball coach so he wasn't great mm. but like It'd be like that. Sometimes. My baseball coach was the driver's ed teacher, and I um, had to take my driver's test with him. The entire time I was taking it, he was on his phone. <laughs> so I could have like hit a cone, and he probably would have been like. Oh, I took know. my driver's test with a group of people. Oh, I hate that. Oh yeah, I was the only person we almost the car, got hit. But like the entire class sat outside watching me take it. And I was the first person to go too. He was like, "Who wants to go first? And like, no one raised their hands. And I was like the closest to the car. He was like, "All right, I guess you're going." I was like, "Great, great." That's hilarious. Oh, could you imagine if I failed it? I was like the first person and I failed it. it set the tone for everyone. <laughs> honestly, that's not something that would happen to you. That's something that happened to me. Yeah, I feel like that one. Yeah, that's honestly yeah. Not true. Yeah. Um, Good on two, you though. Yeah. Number two, um, would you go back and tell yourself to not push yourself so hard? No, I don't think I would. 
I thought about this question as I wrote it, and I was like, I don't know if I would. I feel like if I did, I wouldn't be where I am now. But mm-hmm. also, like, if I didn't tell myself that, I would be exactly where I am right now. So yeah, I don't see I, any issue with my current situation. I feel like the stress was character development for myself, honestly. Yeah, and not to really get into it, but my, like, home life during high school and middle school was really traumatizing for me. Mm-hmm. And so school was, like, the only time that I really had to escape. So if I didn't push myself in school, I would have just, like, died, yeah, honestly. I get that. Yeah, so I had to, like, focus on school at least, like, when I was there. But then when I was home, it was more like okay, you can't focus on school because everything else is going to be crazy. Fun. Yeah. Love that for you. I've hardly told Christian anything about my, um, like, high school life other than the fact that I was in high school. Right. I feel like, and I knew you did marching band for three years. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I don't talk about high school. It was a bad time. I just feel like I've, like, as a trauma response, just blocked out most of it. Like, I feel like I remember, like, the really big things of high school, but I feel like if anyone were to be like, do you remember that time you did this? I'd be like, no. Because yeah. I also feel like that version of myself is so far gone from who I am right now. For sure. Yeah, so. I don't remember anything. I was a very different person, and I just didn't like my life, so I just kind of forgot it. Yeah. But now I really like the life that I have here. Yeah. And so I'm, like, thriving really, in that like, sense. I think we really bloomed when we got to college for sure yeah and then for show for show last but definitely not the least um this one's just kind of a throwaway question what are your favorite ways to relax and take care of yourself skipping school and then um making myself breakfast is what i did today i love that for you my brother and i made breakfast last night for dinner and honestly i felt like i was back at home because i haven't had like breakfast for dinner in so long and i was like Mm -hmm. wow interesting yay love that for you oh i was gonna talk about like what how high school was for us oh yeah go for it let's go for it do you want to go first you want me to go first sure (laughs) um in high school i guess i was like um very much like on the spectrum of the like nerdy kids Mm -hmm. because i was in marching band as i hate to admit and i was like in with that group of people and i still am i'm very close um with some of my friends from high school I was kind of just like there, but I wasn't like mentally there in high school because I was very focused on other things. Mm-hmm. And it was always like, oh, once you get done with high school, you're gonna be so happy. And lo and behold, it was true. Yeah. Just took a couple years after high school. Yeah. And um, on the studies aspect of school, I didn't really like try that hard because all my teachers were like, oh, this is such a problem. You're just not giving your all. Like, meanwhile, I was going through, like, the worst time of my life at home, having a billion medical issues, and then still doing extracurriculars outside of school. So I, like, passed with, like, good grades, but my teachers were like, you could have done so much more, and I, that's why I hate school now. I'm like, screw you, because you absolutely know nothing. Well, like, I feel like it's super frustrating, because, like, the school system literally praises just a letter. It's like, yeah. you're not caring about the quality of my education. You're literally just caring about my grade itself. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I'm not having a good quality education, I'm not going to get the grades that you're looking for. So it's, like, super frustrating that they put so much more emphasis on GPA, grades, whatever, versus let's actually make sure you just learn it. You know? Yeah. That's just super frustrating. I feel like for me, high school, I can't say, like, I didn't enjoy it but also there were definitely aspects of it that i hated mm-hmm. i like so going into high school i like was super involved like with like a little bit of an older group like, like at my church 
um, into going into high school, I was like, I'm mature now, so I can't hang out with freshmen. It's so, like, I pretty much like, cut a lot of ties my freshman year with the people I was like super close with in middle school. And I remember at the end of freshman year, I was like, that was not very cash money of me to do. Um, and so like, I kind of was like, let me kind of reach out to these people I cut off and like apologize. I don't care like if we ever like have another good relationship or not. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them did, and some of them just kind of were like, you know, if we saw each other, we'd be like, hey, what's up? Like, mm-hmm. that's about it. And then sophomore year, I was, like, super involved in school. Like, I did a yearbook, so that was fun and whatever. But, like, the church group was kind of, like, dissipating by that point. And so I, like, the only people I had in my life were kind of, like, school people. And then junior year, again, for some reason, I was like, I'm going to cut off all my friends again. <laughs> and did that. So and- true, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Like, I remember, like, junior year, I literally had, like, a whole meltdown because I was, like, it was, like, the first week of school, and I was, like, literally all my old friends, like, hate me. Mm-hmm. But, like, it wasn't, like, my choice to cut them off. I joined theater, and all my friends were band kids, and so there was like, this, like, unspoken rivalry that, like, was there that we didn't address, and so because of that, like, we just stopped hanging out with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I quit that because that was a very very toxic environment for me to be in and senior year I was like so out of it I was like I don't want to be here like mm-hmm. I literally and I also had like already done like my one summer semester here and like was like college is literally so much better than you had like a school. foot and a half out the door right so like, <laughs> literally I was so uninvolved my senior year like I dropped everything like I was not involved I literally went to school went home went to work those are the three places I went in high school sounds like me now <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly same for me yeah. I managed mean, to like a couple like extracurricular activities but that's about it mm-hmm. but like I can't say I can't complain about high school, but like there were there's just so much of it that I'm like, hmm, I did not care for that, 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 that. Honestly, oh, I can definitely complain about high school day in, day out. Oh, I can too. Like mm-hmm. I can complain about it all day long, but like there's also some parts of it I'm like, okay, I did like this. Like I yeah. like I like seeing my friends and everything, like Oh for also, sure. But I always ended up getting that like one class where I had no one that I knew. Like mm-hmm. absolutely nobody. And so I'd just be sitting there like silent and then like it was always really awkward when you had like someone in that class in a class where you knew like everyone. Because they'd be mm-hmm. like, Why are you so quiet in the other class? I'm like, it's because no one in there is funny. Like no one gets me. So <laughs> Yeah, I miss a lot of days my sophomore year of high school because that was when I was like the worst physically with like my um, health mm-hmm. and so I just get sick in the mornings like I do now and then I just wouldn't go to school yeah. and it was fine because my mom thought it was okay and then like no one stopped me so then junior year I didn't really like get on with people at my school that I hadn't already known and so when we went to high school it was like multiple schools combining and I mm-hmm. didn't know a lot of people especially after sophomore year because I was basically gone right and I remember I was in my English class which my junior year English class was my absolute favorite class of all of high school I hated that class I love English I, I love I loved English. English but I to give you some perspective of what my teacher was like First day of class, she's playing like some hyper pop thing. That was first period. Hyper pop at eight in the morning, and then had a reggae roots rock lanyard wrapped around her neck and playing the fucking bongos. Yeah, my junior year English teacher was also the um, yoga club instructor. So she was great. I love yoga club too. It was great. But I distinctly remember this one kid, I don't even remember his name now, but. my teacher was like, all right, who do you want to read next? And he just pointed at me and goes, that girl. (laughs) And, like, if that didn't, like, give me some sort of complex, not, like, a good one, but, like, some sort of complex, I don't know what did. Because, like, now I'm just that girl. 
you know? You are that bitch. No, I'm just that girl. Not even that bitch. Just that girl. Well, now you are that bitch, but, like, you're still also that girl. Thank you. I'm really not embodying that bitch vibes yet. I think it's because my meds made me sleepy and now I need coffee. But anyways, mm. what was your favorite subject in school? Oh, God. Oh, chemistry. I love it. <laughs> I so it's really interesting because I did not care for science. Like, I hated biology. I took, like, um, like what was it physical science in like mm -hmm. eighth grade hated that class mainly because my teacher sucked she literally she had us like all in groups and then she was like she would just like put up like practice problems on the board she'd be like do them <laughs> and then she would go over them like the last like five minutes of class she's like holding um, a gun to your head do them whore well, no, but no, do she, it no she would be like she would put the problems up and she'd be like okay let me know if you have any questions she would just sit at her desk and of course my table was like right by her desk so we couldn't like talk loudly or anything mm. but we did do the best on all the work because we were right next to her desk we'd be like hey what's the answer to this and she'd just like tell us how to do it but then every I kid you not every single time we went up or like a test was coming up she would do like a review and she would be like and then like so she would do a review the day before the test and then the day of the test she'd be like okay so this this is one question that's gonna be on this test and she'd like write it on the board and none of us would pay attention because we were bored and it's like nine in the morning and then the test comes and like literally the entire test is that one problem that she did on the board and like all everyone would fail it and we'd be like um excuse me how are you gonna just fail us but yeah chemistry is my favorite class yeah i had a really good teacher she literally was like not to get all sciencey but like there's like positive and negative elements and everything and she'd be like the boys and the girls get married and make this element and like that Damn. just like made sense in my that's class. heteronormativity at its finest so my homosexuality is a trauma response it really is <laughs> Damn. I liked my chemistry instructor. I took AP Chem, Same. which was a, an issue for me because I loved chemistry as like a science, but in application and on tests, I couldn't memorize everything that was on the test, uh, so no, I did I really bad, and it made me feel awful, so I hated it. Aced all the tests. The, I think my... No, I got a three on the AP Chem exam, but like, I loved that class with like all my heart. Bye, Diesel. See you later. Bye. Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Be Oh, hi, Bestie. Hi, Bestie. <gasps> the pod dog roomie's here. Hello. Oh, my God. He's so handsome. Here comes the boy. The boy. We've awakened Coco as well. Coco He's finally made arisen. it out of his bed. He is risen. <laughs> he is risen. Happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coco he slept for three days and then just woke up now. Coco as a deity. <laughs> he does control most aspects of my life. I, I so. know he does. Most, if not all. All roads lead to Coco. Hey! He's not licking his ass anymore. Problem solved. Hi, Gina, his finest. <laughs> I need to give him a bath. He kind of smells. I mean, he is a rat. He so is a rat. Died. He is such a rat. Oh, my God. To close out the pod, because I feel like we're both tired. Yeah. Um, I will tell everybody a funny story. So, basically, I live in an apartment, right? And I have a hallway. Oh, you live in an apartment? <laughs> I'm a college student, and I live <gasps> in an apartment? Imagine that. Wow. But, basically, um, my neighbors across the hall, like, directly across, have, I guess, kids. And so... Traumatic. <laughs> sucks for them i know right and i heard them come in the stairwell a couple days ago so i was about to take coco outside and i waited a second watched to make sure that they were like in their apartment before i took him out i took coco out and the kid just barges back out of their front door which like his right do whatever you want it's your door not mine Speak your truth bestie but <laughs> my dog he gets really scared when there's people in the hallway so he just like starts yelling immediately because it's his space in his mind and he started screaming at this kid, and then the kid started screaming back, and it was just a whole, it was a lot. 
And I was already in a really bad mood that day, so it just really didn't help. You think that kid for giving you free birth control? No, I already had that. I literally <laughs> texted my mom a couple days ago and was like, hey, do you think my doctor would let me get my tubes tied? So that's the ball that I have rolling at the moment. Love that. We'll update you. y'all if <laughs> a man lets me get my tubes tied at this young age. We'll see. I love that for you. If not, I'll just go in there and do it myself. It can't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know how to tie a knot. <laughs> no, that's not, I can't, that's not that hard. How hard could it be? <laughs> if anybody wants to let me tie their tubes on a test run, let me know. Hey guys, welcome to my YouTube channel today. I'm doing a <laughs> DIY tying my tubes. So what you're going to need... You're going to need gloves. Some, some tweezers. Tweezers, <laughs> a scalpel, maybe some um, saline. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a medical professional. STEM, woman and STEM. And this is cheaper than <laughs> surgery. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. No, it's such a bad idea. Why <laughs> cheaper than surgery? <laughs> I love that. All right, besties. Sorry that we had absolutely no life in us. It's it's just one of those days. Today's it's a one day. of those weeks. Today's a day. Oh, this, a week is a week. A week is a week, and hopefully next week will a be better. A grill is a grill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been Cheaper Than Therapy with Christian. And Bree. See Bye. all cute little brings next week. Yeah.